Eye on the Hill 2023. Special coverage on Utah's Morning News. We're going to dive into three, maybe four. I mean, it might be five things by the time we're done with this discussion that Utah lawmakers did during the 2023 session that just wrapped up that will impact your water use at home. Well, I think part of what is happening is we have to learn, okay, what does our future look like? Mm. Because we've had a couple of very, very dry years. It was lots of restrictions. Um, You could only water once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. We were very, very focused on it. Well, with this year and Mm. having 150, 200% of normal, all of a sudden we we don't need that this year. When we talked to the Weber uh, mm. district, they said, no, we don't We don't expect any watering restrictions this year. But that still doesn't change the question, what should we be doing consistently moving forward? Well, this is about what Utah lawmakers did that they're going to make you do. Because <laughs> now it's a law or will be a law once the governor signs it. Uh, and this was promised to be. The year of the water drop. I mean, I don't know. What else, right? They held news conferences on Capitol Hill. Uh, they talked about conversation, uh, conservation walking up to the 2023 session. So I thought it'd be important to take a dive into what got done. We're just going to touch on some of these today, and we're going to take a deeper dive tomorrow. You're, remind me, is your water metered? No. Your secondary water that you sprinkle your lawn with, you have no idea how much you use or how much you conserve. Nope. There's nothing attached to the side of your house that spins like a dial. And wow. And that. No idea. And you've lived there for 17 years? Yeah, but in the neighborhood where we have used secondary water mm-hmm. for over 40. I grew up in oh. the same neighborhood. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mom's just a stone's throw, right? Yeah. So you know. Good nine iron. Hey, look at you me. probably a driver, but me, nine iron. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely a driver. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, $15 million is going to be put toward metering of secondary water. And they say when they put those in, hopefully they'll put one in your house. I would love to see if this if this works. Because I would they too. say it would conserve 23% it will shave your your consumption by 23% something like that. Yeah, I would love we it. should know we should know how much we're using. It's it truly is not fair. I I get that. I understand it. It's not fair that we can use basically as much we pay a flat fee and we can use as much water. They want us to follow the recommendations, but there's nobody standing out there you know, with a, a with sticker. a wrench to turn it off in case we go over. Doesn't it feel very 1970s? Right? I mean, it's just the like... The honor system? Yeah, like, no, just open up the irrigation oh. line and, like, irrigate the neighborhood. And then if you need a little extra, you just go down and open up the irrigation line. And nobody nobody comes knocking at your door to tell you to, to stop. That is going to change. It's just taking a minute or decades to get there. $15 million. So if someone comes knocking on your door, you know why legislatures approved more money for this secondary water metering. Well, you, you said that's very 1970s. Feels like it. That's when our house was built. Oh, it was okay. built in 1976, or at least my mom's house was built in 1976. Hmm. Uh, the population of Utah was 1.2 million. 
it's 3.2 million. It's nearly tripled in the 40 years that we've lived yeah. there. Hmm. So, yeah, that what worked in 1976 doesn't necessarily work mm-hmm. anymore. Got more people. Got more people, more homes, and more lawns, which brings me to the turf buyback program. We're talking about what the Utah legislature did on Capitol Hill that will help you make some decisions about your lawn for this summer. They've allocated millions more. It looks like $3 million. That doesn't mean anything to me because I want to know exactly how much Dave Noriega is going to get when I show up with the sod cutter I'm going to go rent at Home Depot and start ripping out his backyard. Uh, you would just put a backyard in. I, it's been in the time frame that we've done the show together. You, I remember you were late, like laboring in your backyard for an entire summer or two. Yeah, yeah we re-landscaped, and, and I very much wanted to do turf. Uh, n- not grass, but some artificial turf oh, in the backyard yeah. around the um, uh, the trampolines. We, I thought it would be a ton of fun. It was so expensive. Well, yeah, like I remember you saying four that. or five yeah. times more expensive than grass. I couldn't make the financial decision because it was just it Off was outrageously charts. expensive, comparatively speaking, compared to mm-hmm. grass. So we installed the the new um, sprinkler system, and we just put in grass. So even just a real quick question before you get the give you the price tag on what you could get back for your sod, um, even with the sprinkler system, I'm sure you'd have to put in a some sort of a, a drip system if you had just plants around and of course trees. Right. But even with the sprinkler system and the price of the, of the sod itself, that was still less expensive than putting in artificial turf. Way wow, less wee. expensive. Yeah. Wow. I remember you were kind of in your head, you were rolling around with this decision in your head. You'd ask me and you'd like, hey, how was it, it growing up in Arizona? And I'm like, this is kind of a new thing since yeah. I, I moved away. But a lot of homes now have artificial turf there. So do you want to know how much you get? Yeah. A buck to two bucks a square foot. Okay. But that's actually more than I would Which have thought. exactly what you're going to have to pay me for removing it. So you come out. At zero, but I make $2 per square foot because that hard part is the labor, my friend. Yeah. You've done it. I know. Yeah, no, I've, I've done it too. And they're done that. I know. And you're like, let the stuff dry out but so it's not watered down and it's not extra heavy and you still need like the incredible Hulk to be on the sod removal team. But getting rid of a 1,000 square feet. You could see if you could get a thousand to two thousand yeah. bucks. One one to two thousand dollars, that would certainly help a ton. Well, you raise your hand to get your house metered, probably for your front lawn. And then will you also raise your hand for this turf buyback program? Because I want to see if it's like one of those deals where you need seventy five receipts and you need to show all right. of this work and then maybe you get half of what you thought you were gonna get back. Because sometimes that's how these these rebate programs work, right? When you get everything filled out, you realize, oh, it wasn't as big of a, of a windfall as I was hoping for. And why $1 to $2? Like who, when does it qualify yeah, for like, 2 Yeah, do you have to live on a certain street to get the 2 bucks? Yeah. Do we know? I'm looking at Caitlin. Do we know who qualifies? Will, like, Noriega qualify for 2 bucks, or will he qualify for the $1 buyback program? We're, we're going to find that out. We're going to call your city. Maybe we'll get your mayor on the line. Okay, here's the one I think people are going to be cheering. It restricts um, homeowners associations. And I heard a lot of feedback from people um, 
you know, who reached out to me over Facebook last year, and we hear it from people who text us on our text line. This legislation will block HOAs from requiring green lawns in the drought. This is tough uh, because part of being in an HOA is you're asking somebody to, quote unquote, police the neighborhood to make sure that it stays up to standard, that it, the property values stay up because the grass is green, it's weeded. Um, I, I remember there, my, I've, told, I've told you this before, my, my brother had a neighbor that basically threw road base in his front yard. It was, it was brutal. It was so ugly. You're like, okay, this is where the HOA's got to come in. And, but you and, didn't have HOA, right? Well, for for whatever reason, the HOA didn't crack down. But I see. It, part of it, it when you when oh, the HOA okay. requires green lawns, that does help with the the property values, uh-huh. and you can see why you'd want to protect that. Great conversation. We're going to continue this conversation tomorrow uh, when we continue to look into the um, issues that the legislative session address. The lawmakers address this legislative session when it comes to water because this is a, this was on the top of residents' agenda when the legislature convened. Very concerned about the drought, very concerned about restrictions, very concerned about the Great Salt Lake. We're going to continue the conversation tomorrow on the David Dujanovic Show. And straight ahead, I just got word that KSL meteorologist Kevin Eubank is calling the show. We're going to ask him about how it's looking up there and then their hills uh, after the latest snowfall that we got And when the storm is circling back to whack us again in the commute.